from uh, Proverbs. And, but today I'm not going to do that. I'm going to share about two, to me, very important mothers in the, in the gospel and the word of God. That's Hannah and that's Mary, the mother of Jesus. And we're going to look at them and, and appreciate them and also appreciate our own mothers. Um, let's go ahead and I'm going to read from First Samuel, first, I'm sorry, not first, Samuel chapter 1, verses 9 through 10. Um, and it reads, once after a sacrificial meal at Shiloh, Hannah got up and went to pray. Eli the priest was sitting at his customary place beside the entrance of the tabernacle. Hannah was deep in anguish, crying bitterly as she prayed to God. As I read first chap uh, as I read Samuel chapter 1 and I look at Hannah's prayer and how she petitions uh, God for a son and then goes on to make a vow to go ahead and give that very gift that God gave to her which is the son we know the story right Hannah was barren and she prayed for a son and God gave her a son, Samuel. And she makes a vow that after he's weaned, he will, she will take this child and devote this child the rest of his entire life to God's service. And that really is the heart of a mother, is the best for their sons and their daughters. And that's Hannah's mindset that this is the best for the son, this gift that God has given me to give him right back to the giver so that he may serve. But what I see here and what speaks to me most about Hannah's prayer is she prays with great faith. Mothers faithfully pray to God, especially for their children. My mother, I can recall my mother every day praying. She would not cease to pray. She would just pray every day and probably praying for um, all her children. I know she was. Uh, and she would gather us every night, every day, and the whole family in her bedroom, and we would all pray, the whole family, including my father. And that, but that was, her, that was her thing. That's what God called her to do, to pray. And so my, my prayer life that developed, developed from uh, the things that my mother taught me, how, how important it was to be focused on Jesus, on God and the Lord. And she would pray every, every single day. My mother was the first to recognize my calling on my life. Um, she would say from a very young age, she would say, Joel is going to be a priest. And she, she was right. I was going to serve God, but not in that capacity. I didn't become a Catholic priest because I fell in love with a wonderful girl named Jessica. And God had other plans. And, and uh, so I am serving God. She's seen it, and many others, after my mother seen it and began to identify that calling in my life, they say that a minister knows his calling because others see it before he does. Others will see the calling. And it started with my mother from a very young age. I'm, you're going to be a priest. And, I'm thinking, and my oldest brother would say, yeah, he's going to be a father, all right, but not of a church of children. <laughs> and he was right. I did become a father of children. And I'm very grateful for all the children that God has given me. They're truly a blessing, and, and they're serving God, and, and they have their hearts in the right place. Now, my wife, Jessica, and Gabby, and several others meet 
every week for moms in prayer and they pray for their children. This also is an example of, of, of mothers praying with, with such great faith that God would do something in the lives of their children and that God would always protect their children. I recall my mother, she would call and she said, I'm praying for you to, to, to be safe when you're in the military because I was in the military for 26 years. I served our country. And she said, I pray that God will keep you safe wherever you would go, wherever you go, whether you go in a war zone or not. And I always felt angels around me everywhere I went. I knew it was my mother's prayers that kept me safe. She would constantly pray. Moms in Prayer uh, group is very important. And not only are mothers praying here in our area, but they're praying throughout the world internationally for their children to have an effect not just on their children, but on the world, because our children truly are our future. Um, we often pray, Jessica and I, for our children and for even everybody in the church, especially the young because the young are our future. The young are those that are coming up to serve Christ when Christ calls us home. So we make it a priority to pray for our children and to pray for our congregation and more specifically pray for our children. And my mother, it was my mother who taught me the importance of, of prayer. Now I'm going to turn from Hannah and go over and... and uh, read a little bit about Mary, the mother of Jesus. And I'm going to be reading from Luke chapter 1. I'm going to be starting in verse 26 and go through about verse 30. So i give everybody a minute or two there just to go to Luke. Uh, Luke chapter 1, Mary, the mother of Jesus. What speaks to me most about Mary is her humility. And I believe that's what God uh, saw in her the humility that Mary walked in. So it reads in verse 26, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. It had been six months since the angel Gabriel had announced to Zacharias that Elizabeth would have a child uh, who would be John the Baptist. And also the scriptures we just read speak of um, Joseph being uh, in the bloodline of King David, which was a requirement for the Messiah. But we also know that Mary also was in uh, the bloodline of David. So both mother and father were in the bloodline of David, the King, King David, and it had to be that the Messiah would come through that bloodline. And we see here in the first verses that we read, prophecy being fulfilled in Jesus. Verse 28 reads, And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Now what we read in that verse, verse 28 Highly favored one. Mary was highly favored by God and chosen to give birth and care for his son. Mothers in general, all mothers are favored by God, knowing that just as Mary loved and cared for Jesus, 
Mothers too care for children whom God loves so much. In fact, the only person that I know that loves me um, more than my mother is Jesus. A mother's love is incomparable. Uh, mothers will love their children in spite of the crazy things that I did. My mom would just, you know, I, I, I learned unconditional love. Because believe me, I had my crazy days. And I was, you know, I used to, as a kid, throw tantrums constantly. And my mother would just look at it, kind of laugh and say, Joel, stop it. And I would stop it. And she would love me in spite of, you know. The tantrums didn't work, so I quickly learned not to throw tantrums because they didn't get me anywhere. Get me anywhere anyway, right? So, and my mother taught me that. Uh, stop, it ain't going to get you anywhere. But yes, my, my mother, the only person who, who loved me more than my mother was Jesus Christ and God the Father. Um, and that's why they're highly favored. Mothers love their children and their grandchildren uh, more than anyone in those children's life or grandchildren's life. I see this even in my own wife, as she, how she loves her grandkids. Um, I love my grandkids, but mother's love is just different. It goes further than a father's love. But I believe fathers were created to discipline, to correct, and mothers were created to nurture, so fathers have their place. Uh, but a mother's love is just different. It's in incomparable. can't compare to a, a father's love, except for a heavenly father, because he is love. He's agape love. And then it reads, blessed are you among women. Ephesians 1, verse 3, reads, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with spiritual blessings and heavenly places in Christ. As Mary is blessed or was blessed, so are we. So are our mothers blessed because of the Holy Spirit that resides within them. Mothers are blessed. They are blessed. Now in verse 29 we read, But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what matter of greeting this was. So Mary was a little perplexed, confused. What, what are you talking about, Gabriel? What, what's going on here? Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Now, even in this very response, what is Mary really demonstrating? She's demonstrating humility. Mary demonstrates humility by how she responds to the angel. Mothers are humble and always serving and caring for the family. They always put the family first. My wife and I were both blessed with serving mothers. I've seen it in my life with my mother, and I've seen it in my wife's life, or my, my wife's mother, as, as we uh, would go and fellowship with her, how she just had a servant's heart. But mothers are equipped to be servants. I remember my mother, whenever we had meals, whenever we had a dinner, my mother would serve everyone first. And then after everyone was taken care of and everyone ate, then she would sit down, serve herself, and eat. And I oftentimes would even tell her, Mom, I get, you, know, you already made the food. I can get the food. Sit down and eat. No, no, no. I, 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 I want to serve you guys. I want to feed you guys. 
And what I, would, what I would notice is my mother would serve us and then watch us and get pleasure in the fact that we were eating her food. She would be blessed just to see us be nourished by the food that she prepared. You see, because the food that she prepared and serving us, she would pour love into it. You know, there is something to that. There is something to love going into the things that you touch. They say that even water, the molecules of water change when a person is angry and hostile. The water changes. Then chemistry of food changes. But whenever you're happy, joyful, and express the emotions of Christ, water changes to, uh, to more uh, balance and tranquil stability that the, the water just calms down and it's better for you. Scientists have proven this, that your emotions affect your water and the food. And yet, what did Jesus say to us? I am living water. I am the bread of life. So he's going from the physical to the spiritual, but both have the same meaning. And mothers pour their love into the food and into the drink they give us. And it is good for our bodies. But my mother would just sit and just take pleasure in serving us and watching us eat. You know? um, then she would sit down and eat herself. So just as Mary was a humble servant, and she's, we're going to see this again in Scripture, uh, mothers are humble servants. Um, and God created them that way. Um, and we're very blessed to have mothers who serve us. Um, verse 39, verse 39, I'm, I'm not going to read, um, verse 39 through 45 talks about Mary going to visit Elizabeth, but I'm not going to read through those scriptures because I'm going to go to verse 46. But in Mary visiting Elizabeth, the baby jumps for joy, uh, Elizabeth's baby, uh, when, when the baby heard Mary's voice. Mary went there to visit her. She was six months pregnant, and then uh, Elizabeth was. And John the Baptist, in her stomach, jumped for joy when uh, Mary walked in and the baby heard Mary. And Elizabeth asked, well, why do I have an honor of, of, of seeing uh, my Savior's mother here? So Mary was, as said in Scripture, was filled with the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit was revealing this to Elizabeth about Mary, that she was the mother of God, that she was the mother of Jesus. So we'll go on to verse 46. And Mary said, after Elizabeth asked her, why, why have you come here? Why, why, why do I have this honor? And this is Mary's response to Elizabeth. And Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior. My soul magnifies the Lord. The word magnify means praise. Mary's soul praised God uh, from her innermost being, her soul. My spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior. So Mary knew she had need of a Savior. Even the child that she was carrying would be her Savior. Mothers praise God from their innermost being, just as Mary did for giving us his son through whom we may be saved. So mothers have that same expression in humility that Mary had in worshiping and praising God for the Savior that he has given to humanity. Verse 
48 reads, For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth, all generations will call me blessed. For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. Again, Mary in humility acknowledges she's a maidservant, a slave to God. Maidservant actually means slave. So she acknowledges that she is a slave to God. What is it about a slave? Even the Apostle Paul would say that he himself is a bondservant of Jesus Christ. What does that mean? What does it mean to be a slave? It means you don't have your own will, but you abide by the will of the master. And our master is Jesus Christ. And our will is really his will lived out in our lives. If we, especially as children of God, rebel and begin to go against his will, God loves those, God chastens those who he loves. He'll quickly turn you to the right path, that you would obey his will. And I have taken this wisdom that I would much rather just follow God and be obedient than to have him correct me. Because I know how fathers correct, right? <laughs> so I, I make a choice to be obedient to God, to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. But mothers, and Mary here demonstrates that she acknowledges who she is. She's a slave to God, and she's been blessed by God. But she is also identifying and showing her humility. I can't state this over and over. In the beginning of my ministry, God focused me on love. Love is the most important of all because God is love. And if a person is able to love, it's because God resides in their heart and is able to manifest that love, unconditional love, agape love, that only comes from God. But the second most important thing we learn from Jesus is that love without humility is powerless, falls. You know, Paul says if we speak in tongues, we're just making noise. If we move mountains, it doesn't get us anything. So Paul is teaching us, uh, uh, Paul, Jesus, the apostle, teaching us that love is important. The second most important is humility. And here Mary demonstrates her humility, shows us how we are to be humble and acknowledge who is in control and whose will we follow. Jesus told us the greatest would be a servant. And mothers are definitely servants. Every day I'm served by Jessica, my wife, who was a servant to her children and her grandchildren. And mothers are servants, just as Mary was. Verse 49, For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. God has done great things. He gave Jesus his son who gives us eternal life and has given us mothers who get, has given us life and unconditional love. May God bless mothers and bless this day for all they have done for us. So with that, I'm going to close. Um, I do want to, before I close, I do want to, us to all remember Pastor Joe and keep him in our prayers. And I'm going to go ahead and pray for him that God would just do 
an expedient and quick recovery. I was with him yesterday. He's in good spirits. He, he's resting, uh, as to be expected. And we just pray that God continues to heal him. Father, we just lift up Pastor Joel right now. We ask that you would just bring complete and quick healing to his body. We pray that you give Sister Irene all the energy and strength she needs, even if she serves him right now. And we pray, Lord, that they would be blessed this day. And I pray, Lord, that every mother in here and all mothers that we know um, in our fellowship and people that we're aware of would be blessed today, this day, this Mother's Day, that as we honor mothers on this day. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. God bless you all. Amen. Amen.